0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time ad-free over on Patreon. this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today listen we have had every housewife that has ever existed pretty much on this podcast we've had royalty in the form of a princess raswell and a countess but today my friends we have the king finally the one the only mr carlos king
0: yeah finally finally i'm so happy to be here david Oh, my God, we have so
1: much to talk about. You know, I want to get all into your new podcast and Kingdom Rain Entertainment. And you know what, though, Carlos? Here, listen, this really is my first question to you as I was sitting down to prepare for this. What were you like as a child? Like, <laughs> I really I mean, like, did you grow up loving pop culture, loving the drama? Like, this really is my first question.
0: And you know what's so funny, David? No one has ever asked me that question. So your first one is your best one. I will let you know that. Okay? Yeah,
1: I will take it.
0: Yes. Yeah, so now I was this little gay boy <laughs> in Detroit, Michigan. I'm one of 10 siblings. Yes. I'm a middle child of 10. Um, and I was obsessed with soap operas. The Young and the Restless, the Bold and the Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, the Oprah Winfrey Show, not a soap opera, but the guests on, they were very soap opera-esque. So I was this very whimsical, intuitive, little shy, but had a lot to say, kid living in Detroit, up under my mother the entire time, I'm a mama's boy, and I always loved sassy women. I've always loved women with an opinion. I've always loved women who were able to show how strong they were. So it's no secret that my career has been built <laughs> off of women who have strong opinions. So that was me as a kid.
1: Wow. And what reality show? Now, I I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you anyway, for all the people that don't, what reality show was the first one that you really saw that changed the game for you?
0: The Hills. On MTV, I was obsessed with all things Lauren Conrad and Heidi Montag. I mean, by them, Louise, We got Elsie and Heidi and Honey. I was here for it. I was here for the friendship and I was here for the destruction of the friendship. And I was here for the drama. I obviously watched the real world growing up. Um, I never felt connected to it. I thought it was fine. Um, It was great television. John DeMurray is a legend. He created the show but it wasn't until the soap opera of the hills, again, loving women, strong women, opinionated women. I was just so into the drama of Heidi and LC. And I was like, what is this world that I'm not a part of that I need to be? Wait, it's called reality television. Sign me up. Because prior to that, I was working at BET, you know, doing the segment producing, you know, nothing fabulous until I watched The Hills and I told everybody around me. So imagine I'm working at BET where 99.9% of the people there are black. And I'm like, you guys have to watch The Hills. And true story, we have all of these television monitors on our floor. And every station was turned to MTV, and we were all watching the hills. And all of my friends coworkers were like, wait, you're off to something. This is the best show on television. So I got these people hooked. And from there, I was able to hop on the Atlanta Housewives.
1: Okay. So good thing you and I didn't know each other back then because we would have spoken about nothing except the hills. It truly is. I can't even. Were you Laguna Beach though? Or you like, did you start at the
0: beginning or you didn't start it at the hills? No, I watched Laguna Beach. I thought Laguna Beach was fine. It wasn't iconic to me. I thought it was fine. I love the Kelly Clarkson theme song. I'm a huge Kelly Clarkson fan. Breakaway is my album. Leave me alone. It belongs in like the pop culture library of excellence. So I like Laguna Beach. Um, Sorry about that. I like Laguna Beach, but it wasn't until the hills that I was like, because again, those cast members were true teenagers, like 15, 16. There's only so much drama they could get into, but honey, when those girls went to college, (laughs) and and was living in the city of Los Angeles and then going to the hottest nightclubs that I saw Paris Hilton Cole Richie go to. I'm like, wait a second, this is genius. It was,
1: nothing was better. Did you watch The Hills' New Beginnings on MTV?
0: I saw the first episode and it was my last episode. I, I could not get into it.
1: I watched it all the way through and like Misha to me like I love me some Misha Barton like that you throw her in there I mean I I know it didn't work out but it was just like I would I mean it's gone it's canceled but I would still be watching it if I mean I was no Was good I couldn't get past the first episode okay it wasn't as good we had Perez Hilton making an appearance it was just it they tried so hard and it was still like and then you factor in like Whitney Poor and again, Misha, like Misha Barton's there. I'm just like, I don't care if this is literally the worst thing I've ever watched in my life. I will not, not watch this. It, it, I love your
0: dedication. <laughs>
1: that is what, so there you are. So you love the hills, you're working at BET. And then, so when Atlanta Housewives came calling, like how was that pitched to you? Like when you got that call, like how did they explain like, you know, like you said, you're watching the hills, it's an all-white show, you're working at BT. How was RHOA pitched?
0: So it's funny. So again, the reason why I brought the BT is because it it, it it transitions into how I got the opportunity to work on the Atlanta Housewives. So my one of my bosses got the opportunity to work on this new show in Atlanta called Ladies of Hot Atlanta a reality show for Bravo. This is back in 2008, right? So her boss, the showrunner of that first season said, we're looking for associate producers, which was my title at BET. So because she saw me watch the hills, talk about the hills, and got everybody hooked on the hills, she approached me and said, hey, I've been offered this job to go to Atlanta to help out with this new show called Ladies of Hotlanta. It's a reality show. It may be a part of the Real Housewives franchise. We don't know yet, but they're looking for associate producers. And because I know you're obsessed with the Hills, would you be interested in moving to Atlanta from New York for three months as a local to work on this show. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm comfortable. I'm in New York City, you know, one of the best cities in the world. I don't know. And then she was like, if you love reality TV as much as you say you do, my advice would be to give it a try because you never, you don't want any regrets. You don't want to ever say to yourself, what if I would have tried? And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. And honey, I packed my bags, moved to Atlanta to work on this Ladies of Atlanta show. And honey, when I met Nene Leaks on my first day of work, I said this was the best decision of my fucking life.
1: So do we have Lauren Conrad to thank for Nene Leaks in a roundabout way? Yes,
0: Lauren Conrad and Heidi And Let's be clear, without Heidi, Lauren isn't great. Without Lauren, Heidi isn't great. So I have to give it to Lauren and Heidi. You're right, I never thought about that. Without those two icons, I would have never left New York City, the greatest city in the world, to move to Atlanta, to work on this unknown reality show.
1: And we would not have the icon that is NeNe Leakes in our lives. No. So you get there, you're an associate producer, you know, you're not this executive producer you were today, everyone's assigned to a woman, you know, we have lots of, we have Deshaun Snow and Lisa Wu, you happen to get Nene Leaks, as you say, like, what is your, you, you meet Nene, like, what is the reaction? Like, I guess you just said it, but I mean, like, did you have that first reaction? Like, could you tell right away? I knew within
0: seconds. And it's funny because I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And I do believe the stars are aligned and you really have to sit still to really make sure like, okay, am I pivoting in the right direction? I was super nervous going into this new genre of television. I was super inexperienced. So I was very, very, you know, humbled in the sense of do a great job and let's see what happens. So when I met Mimi Leakes on my first day, she says to me, Hey bitch. And I'm looking around like, you're talking to me? And she goes, yes, girl, yes. And I'm like, who is this mom? I'm obsessed with her. She and I hit hit it off immediately. And she started to mimic my mannerisms. Because again, I'm a gay black man. I'm very whimsical. And she would stare at me. And sort of like how a parent when they're drinking around their friends and they call their child down to perform in front of their friends. Like, hey, Susie, come downstairs and perform for us. Do that song that you made up the other day. So Mimi will call me around her friends, right? Not the other housewives, but like her immediate friends and family. Carlos, um, do that thing you do with your hair. And I would like swoop my non-existent bangs And she would be like, Oh my God, say that thing you said to me the other day. And I'm like, Yes, bitch, yes. And she's like, Oh my God, isn't he the greatest? So she would take our conversations and apply it on camera. And then everybody would be like, What is she saying? What are these sayings she's doing? And little did they know that she was mocking me. And when the show, first aired, all of my friends says, why is NeNe Leakes acting like you? And I was like, girl, I I don't know. She just, you know, she loves me and I love her.
1: So is that like great? Are you
0: like, oh my God, part of me is in that first season and so on. It It was amazing. It was fabulous. It was fantastic. It was a huge compliment to my position on the show. Because again, I came in just very humbled, very inexperienced. So to know that the star of the season, right, was Nene Leakes. So to know that she likened me so much that she started to mock me on on camera, but do it in a way where it was a compliment. And to know that my position as her producer was to make her feel comfortable. I didn't know that she was going to be so comfortable that she said, bitch, I'm going to take your whole identity and just make it up in front of the camera. But um, it's a true testament to how important a producer is to a housewife. Not just other reality stars, but when you are a housewife, you need that producer who you have a great rapport with. And I think the relationship between Nene Leakes and Carlos King truly would go down in in history as the best housewife and producer relationship, because look at the magic we created together.
1: Yeah. Was there, when did you first know, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta, like, this was it? Like, you know, this was going to be it?
0: Five days into our first week of shooting. So... Prior to that, we shot Nene and Kim. So I was like, this is different. This Ebony and Ivory relationship, I've never seen this on camera. Again, Heidi and Lauren, you girls have nothing on this Nene and Kim. This is a dynamic duo. Black woman, white woman, but they both mesh well. So I was impressed with that, but it wasn't until Charade Whitfield's birthday party. And Nene Leaks and Kim Zosniak drove together to attend. Nini Leaks' name was not on the list. And again, I'm this new producer. So everybody around, like all the producers, when that security guard said to Nene, your name's not on the list, you cannot come in. The executive producer was like, no, she's like the star of the show. This may be a housewife. She's a housewife. And he said, I was told that anyone's name that is not on this list cannot come in. And we're fighting for her to come in. And if you know NeNe, NeNe always felt like she was the queen of Atlanta. She was super embarrassed because not only is she seeing the cameras capturing this five days into shooting, She also sees all of Atlanta's elites staring at her not being able to go into a party. And the venom that she spit out. It was so real, so unpredictable. That was the night I remember saying to my friend who got me the job, I said, bitch, this show is going to be the biggest show Bravo has ever seen. Because I have never seen anything like this.
1: Wow. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, Look, I'm going to be honest, finding that balance between too high and not high enough, it's tough. Come on. I'm sure you've all had that problem, right? Well, listen, not anymore. Diet Smoke has formulated the perfect high. I mean, look, sometimes you're not high enough and that sucks because like the world is really effing stressful and you just need to escape life's problems, right? Then other times I find, well, like now I'm too high and I have to do the behind the Velvet or a podcast five days a week for all of you. So the balance is what, I strive for. I know it's what all of you strive for. And listen, Diet Smoke has formulated the perfect high. Here's the thing. Their Delta 8 gummy gives you a beautiful balanced buzz every time. They are so freaking good. And if you're looking for something a little bolder, Diet Smoke's Delta 9 gummies are for you. The flavors, watermelon, peach. There's so many options. My personal favorite, blue raspberry. Yeah, you get that high and you have that blue raspberry going on. Oh my God. And you don't need a medical card or license to order diet smoke. Hello. Hallelujah. They're so confident in their product that if you're not hundred percent satisfied, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Okay. So head over to dietsmoke.com and use code velvet for 15% off your first order. That's promo code velvet at diet smoke dot com for 15% off your first order. Now, let's get that perfect high on, babe. You know how on a recent episode of Girls Trip, Brandy Glanville was talking about pleasuring herself and Vicki Gumvelson and Dorinda Medley, mm, they weren't really into that. I think Dorinda actually said she doesn't like to pleasure herself. Well, listen, I am going to send Dame products to Vicky and to Dorinda, and I guarantee you they're going to change their tune. Dame products are thoughtfully engineered toys. Yes, that's right. Great vibrators and other sex toys for women. There's discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and you know what? A whole lot of fun. I guarantee you Vicky and Dorinda would have fun if I sent them Dame products. And what should I pick out for them? The Eva, that's really their first and most iconic product. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. Look, Vicky's got her new boyfriend, right? So the Eva would be perfect. And then there's the air. It's a suction vibrator and it's designed to get you there, get it. They have massage oils. They have everything at Dame. So go to dameproducts.com and use code VELVETROPE for, wait for it, 15% off. That's VELVETROPE. That's the code. Go to Dame Products and you get 15% off your first order. And you know what? Hey, once you get yours, reach out to Vicki and Dorinda and ask them if they're enjoying yours. You guys can compare notes. Have fun. I know you guys love listening to my five-day-a-week celebrity interview podcast, but guess what? I found another podcast that interviews even bigger names and does so way more professionally than I do. Honestly, they do. Listen, it's called The Envelope. It's a celebrity guest podcast from the LA Times. That's right, LA Times, guys. And they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. The first six episodes are available to binge now. That's right, right now. And let me tell you about these guests. I am so jealous that Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour from Stranger Things, Jessica Biel, oh, and they get so deep and in-depth with their interviews. They really go there. Listen, these six episodes kept me so happy. Six hours of pure bliss. So listen, download and listen to the latest episodes of The Envelope anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can thank me later. Happy listening as like Nini was becoming Nini, was there this, like, look, your career is, you know, because of you, but was it like tied to that? Like, do you think like, you know, of like, was there like between you and Nini, like, as she was getting bigger, like, bitch, like this will make your career, you know, it was both of you. Yeah, no,
0: listen, she, a lot of people always ask me, what is a producer's job? Because they're so confused by like, what are you guys doing? If it's reality, what are you doing? And I always say to them, our job is to get insight from the talent and to sort of push the storyline into the forefront. So for example, if Nini is saying to me, I'm pissed at Kim because I want to be on Don't Be Tardy for the Party song and blah, 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 blah. Then your, your, our job as producers is, Okay, then you should sit down with Kim and have that conversation. So, the beauty of Nene and I, which we call ourselves the Black Will and Grace, is the fact that she needed me as much as I needed her, if that makes any sense. So, I always related to our favorite divas, like how Beyonce needed Matthew Knows, how Whitney Houston had Clive Davis how Janet Jackson had Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Every diva needs that anchor to help them be the star that they are and it's it's not something that me and Nene don't agree on. We both knew that the success of our careers was based on our relationship and that was the reason why as she kept growing, I kept growing because they all said Nene needs Carlos. So whatever Carlos wants, give it to him because he needs to make Nini happy. Well, that must have been nice. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, I would think, you know, you don't, I would think it is probably the most successful producer-housewife relationship in the history of housewives also. I mean, you almost don't hear of it anymore these days.
0: Yeah, no, you don't hear of it. And that's the reason why, I was happy that even in interviews, Nene would always give me my props and I for sure will always give her her props. She is the greatest housewife of all time. You know, on my podcast, Reality with the King, I did my top 10 greatest housewives list. And Nene is number one, not just because of our relationship, because it's the damn truth. Like she is a part of pop culture. You know, she's a meme queen. She has the best one-liners in history. Um, She's a force to be reckoned with. So our trajectory together is special because when you think about it, David, she and I started at the same time, being inexperienced, her first reality show on camera and my first reality show as a producer. So we were both like holding each other's hands, like, what the fuck is this? Like, what are we doing? So we leaned on each other. And as her stars started to rise, I just remember saying to her, you're going to be the biggest reality star in the world. And my only thing is just remember where you came from. Like, just just do not get too big to where you think you're bigger than the show.
1: And do you think Mimi has accomplished that?
0: Listen, I think... What happened with Nini? And, and she and I have had this conversation. Um, I said to her, "I don't know what it's like to be a housewife. I, I don't know what that world is like." That David, you know, being a reality star is one thing. Being a housewife is a whole different machine that you're a part of, and. When people say that Nini thinks she was bigger than the show, I think Nini always felt that, yes, her presence on the show was larger than life. And, and, and for sure, she is the face of that franchise. I think what happened is there is no rule book or no instruction manual that sort of teaches people how to handle that level of thing. And I think because Nini was taken out of obscurity and overnight became the biggest star on Bravo within one season. Because prior to that, you had the O.C., Vicky was the star of the O.C., you had New York City the first season. Bethany and Jill were the stars of that season. But NeNe was the star. And she, in my opinion, and people may argue with me, after the first season of Land Housewives, Nene became the face of Housewives. And I think all of that pressure, David, does something to someone. And I definitely think it did a number on her. Um, and she and I have said this. And, and my biggest thing with her was always, as much as I understand the logic of your position on this show, I don't understand what it's like to be a part of that machine to where when she went outside, David, true story, it was like Michael Jackson fandom. It People lost their fucking minds. And I think it does a number on you to where if you don't have the right people around you to sort of keep things at a level, it can go to your head and it could truly make you freak out and, 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 and not know what to deal with it. And I think for the longest time, Mimi just didn't know how to navigate between being a mother and a wife in Atlanta and then being the star of a huge franchise.
1: That, that makes a lot of sense. What about like, as a producer, is there anything that's like too low, like where you need to step in? Like, for instance, like you look at like the whole thing between like Porsche and Kenya, you know, like where they got physical, like we've seen it on Potomac, like between like Monique and Candice and other franchises, like, you know, you want it to be real, right? Like that's your job as a producer to draw the stories out, like you said. But when is it like you're watching or is it like, it doesn't just have to be physical, but like where you're like, this is too low. Like, you know, like we've had some franchises, like for instance, like Kim Richards, like with the drinking and, you know, just like, is there anything like as a producer where it's like too cringy and you're like, Ugh. or is it like, no, the job is to make good television and draw out the real reality
0: no so the only thing for me and my experience specifically on Atlanta Housewives is when it became physical because I was a part of it day one so no matter how many times Nene and Kim got into it Nene and Sheree, it never got to the point where we were pulling and, and 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 fists were being thrown so season six reunion that big altercation between Porsche and Kenya I was there on set And if you look at the video, I'm the guy pushing, pulling, excuse me, pulling Portia back because the moment Portia got out of her seat, I'm from Detroit, honey. I know when it's about to go down. So when I saw Portia get up, David, my instinct said she's about to fight her. So I'm running because, again, I'm behind the camera. So I'm running as fast as I can, not thinking about, like, we're shooting the show, not thinking about Andy Cohen's on stage. I didn't think about any of that. My instinct was, stop this before it becomes big. Unfortunately, I didn't have enough pep in my step, So I was two seconds late because by the time I was able to grab Portia, her hand already lashed onto Kenya's hair. And then we all fall together, right? Because I didn't want that to happen. Because yes, you do follow the reality. I'm going to be very honest, for me, I never wanted to see these African-American women physically harm each other. I always said to them in nausea, fight with your words, not with your face. We throw shade. We don't throw drinks. Like, That's going to be the parameters in which I think we all should um, work on this show. So I was always known as the guy David to prevent fights from happening. Season seven, no, I'm sorry, season eight, when Portia and Cynthia had that moment on the boat. I'm the guy that ran in to grab Portia before she kicked Cynthia in her face. I'm that guy. So I, I, I do think for me, that's when it's too, too far.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Well, we all know you left RHOA. You went on to start kingdom rain entertainment, work on all other shows. I know you've said many times that, you know, you have your own company. Now you have your own podcast, which we're going to talk about. So obviously there's another production company. So you wouldn't go back to RHOA with another production company there because you're not going to take a step back. However, Considering you know you are the best, I would like to say, thank you. Things things are listen. Anything could change in the world. So if there was a way that this production company, which is in place, no shade to them, you know, we could have a buyout clause somehow that they could be removed. They can make lots of money, and Bravo could say RHOA needs a revamp, and we are bringing in Kingdom Rain Entertainment and Carlos King, and it's your company now. So you can't say that it's another company to your company would you go in with your company kingdom rain entertainment and work on rhoa again
0: i would do it in a heartbeat i would do it in a heartbeat and you're such a lawyer david buyouts and everything i love you um yes so <laughs> do, you, do you know oh, that I, that,
1: that, I, that i am a lawyer in real life i just
0: i, I just don't practice I listen more. no i listen to your podcast okay. and you talk about it. i know I'm, I'm a fan so i know you you know so please yeah no no um, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, and, and, and to me, I'm going to be very honest with you because it's you, not that I've lied to anybody else, but, uh, you ask good questions. So I would do it in a heartbeat because what a great success story that would be. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm flattered that people associate me with the success of that franchise And they felt my presence was missing when I left. You know, they felt that the show wasn't the same. And and listen, I'm I'm flattered to hear that. Um, I would do in a heartbeat because I love that franchise so much.
1: Oh my God, I have to tell you guys about So Lean, So Clean. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I've been trying to lose weight this summer and I wanted something, it's really simple. I wanted something that was high protein, low carbs, and low sugar. I mean, I also wanted something that tasted great. And that's when I discovered So Lean, So Clean. Soline So Clean is a clean plant-based protein powder. I personally use it after my workout. I use it sometimes to make shakes and smoothies. It has 21 grams of protein per serving, zero grams of sugar, and the carbs are between one and four grams. It comes unflavored in vanilla and chocolate, but let me tell you, the vanilla chai, oh my God. But look, don't take my word for it. Soline So Clean, which is from the brand Aura, they have over 10. 1005 star reviews from happy online customers. Do you know how hard that is? And there's no risk. You can try Aura's products and if you're not happy for any reason within 30 days, you get a full refund. You get 30% off your first subscription when you text ROPE to 64000. Text ROPE, R-O-P-E, to 64,000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's ROPE to 64,000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply, available at Aura Organic slash Terms. You guys know I work from home and because of that, I travel a lot and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere. And it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven. They'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace. to match with a licensed therapist today. Go to talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code velvet to get $100 off of your first month and
0: show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's velvet and talkspace.com. And I know the potential of how to make that show fantastic and iconic And one more thing too is, I know how to produce those women. There's a certain language. There's a certain trust that those women have with me. And no matter how hard it may be to give so much to the show, because it can be exhausting. Like, you're a private person, I'm a private person, I couldn't imagine exposing my entire life to the world for judgment. So I never took that for granted, the, the struggles in which I had to have with these women. Like, you have to be real because you signed on the dotted line. And I don't think it's fair that you're using the show to pump your products. I think go on Instagram to do that, you know? So I would do in a heartbeat because I know how much that show means to the world. I know that Atlanta, Atlanta Housewives for uh, over 10 years was the number one franchise. And I would love to see it get back to its glory.
1: And if you were to go in, in this, under this scenario, I mean, what do you think now of some recent decisions? So like Cynthia's gone and porsche has gone, I guess we'll start there. Like, how do you feel about that?
0: Listen, I will always be a fan of the OGs. You know, I I will recast. (laughs) I will bring back some familiar faces um, because I feel like their stories aren't done yet. I would 100% bring back Portia. I would bring back Nene. Um, which means I would have to get rid of two people, <laughs> but, um, I, I like the glory days. I, I, I must admit, I think, I think that show is at, a, at its best when it's a history of friendship, because that's when you get the real conflict, the real funny elements to the show. Cause we like the drama. But the Housewives franchise to me, and I think you'll agree to this too, David, we like the fun too. Like when they're having fun and you see real friendships, that, that to me is when the franchise is at its best. So then when the drama happens, you're hooked onto it because you're like, no, not you two, you two are friends, what's happening here? Not when it's some new girl who's coming in and she's trying to have a moment. It's sort of like, girl, pay her dues. Like you're you're coming on too strong, Noella. So I wanna make sure, I wanna make sure that um, the OGs and some familiar faces get back to um, finishing their story.
1: Do you think, in reference to Noella, do you think it is like, do you think people can be cast nowadays? I mean, Salt Lake has been accused of this. You know, I mean, Noella, I think personally, I think is a great example. I mean, do you think we can find people that can come in and say, I'm here? Or is it like, holy shit, I can be famous and my life could change overnight now?
0: It's hard. I got to be honest with you. Again, on other reality shows, yes. We have to admit, The Housewives is a different beast It is the reality shows of all reality shows. I personally believe it's hard to find, well, let me me say this. It's hard in Atlanta because two things, and this is from personal experience. The women in Atlanta, the real rich ones who have a unique friendship with the ladies, they don't wanna be a part of that show. They're like, nope, it's not my brand. I don't want to fight anybody. Unfortunately, that's what they think about Atlanta. I think the franchise who does it right is Beverly Hills. I think Garcelle was a great um, addition to the show because she had a 20-year friendship with Lisa Rinna. And at the time, Denise Richards was on the show. They also had a a, a 20-year friendship. That's when it makes sense. I feel like Beverly Hills does the best job at finding new women who are organically connected, which is why that show, to me, is having its best seasons ever because of that reason alone. And I think the other franchise is harder because I think those women, like Jen Shaw, for example, who I love on Salt Lake City, I think we all can admit that Jen Shaw has studied the book of Teresa Judaism Mini Leaks. And the other queen bees of the franchises and said, well, I'm going to be that on this show. And there's moments when you watch her, you're like, you're trying to be instead of just being.
1: And it's like too happy to be there. And I guess you, you want someone that's happy. I mean, everyone's happy to be there. But there's a difference between like a Nini, like you say, who blows up overnight and it has changed your life. But yet it's you're really living your life and it's never like fame, fame, fame.
0: No, it is. And it's funny because on on my podcast, I had with Whitfield on. And I asked her, if you had to choose with the new season that you're on with these women and the OGs that you started off with season one, which show would you want to be a part of? And she said without thinking the OGs. And her answer was, it was real. (laughs) She said it was that was as real as it could get. And she also said, you know, the newer set of women, they just feel like they have to be this way in order to get the peach or to keep their peach. And that's the difference.
1: Right. Well, you're going to bring back Portia. And- yes. And so I forgot who else you just mentioned you were going to bring Nini. back. Nini, yes, of course. So who would you like to get rid of to make room for these two lovely ladies?
0: Listen, I don't know them well, and this isn't me shading anybody because I don't know them like that, but I would get rid of Drew and Sonia to make room, 100%. You do like your OGs. I love my OGs, and, but, 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 but I'm also a businessman. My audience loves the OGs. I think I think the fans want to see the OGs. I think Portia. I think there's more to Portia we haven't seen yet, and I want to see Nene's new life. You know, rest in peace, Greg Lee, who of course was like a father figure to me for for shoot fourteen years. Um, she obviously is dating and has a new lease on life. I. I want to see that. And I want to see how the other women feel about that. You know, like, I don't know. I, I want to see more of that.
1: Do you think, cause I sit here all day and I mean, really, what do I know? Put my law degree aside. I always say, guys, you, you you're never going to win against a network. It's never going to happen. It's like, you're wasting your time, you know? So do you think NeNe, you know, just, not taking anything away from her claims of like discrimination and all those things against Bravo. But just like, do you think like NeNe can, not even with Bravo, but like Ryan Murphy. And like, once you are out there of like lawsuit, lawsuit claims, like has NeNe gone too far? Or is, does that go too far? Or can NeNe come back in this entertainment world?
0: Yeah, no, good question. I think there's a conversation that needs to be had between NeNe and Andy. Um, Andy said recently that after Greg passed, he did reach out to Nene and the two exchanged pleasantries. Um, He did not want to go into further detail because he said that he didn't want to um, say anything that may um, not be what she wants to talk about. So to me, that shows that the doors cracked open a little bit. And on the record, I told Nene, I think at the end of the day, she and Andy should have a personal one-on-one conversation so that he can hear out of her own mouth, one-on-one, how she feels. And I said, I can promise you, if he hears you and you hear from him, because I know those two very well. And when I say to you, David, they loved each other so much, like so much. And I know for a fact how much Nene loved Andy. She would she would talk about him all the time to me how much she adored him and he knows that because i said it to him i believe that once those two have a one-on-one conversation that all will be right in the world because the stuff that she says to me i'm like talk to him like i i think it's like just have a conversation with him. i think when i said to you david i think it's so fixable i really do you're like, listen, I'm working on the new podcast,
1: Love and Marriage. Why are you telling me all of this? Like, I'm not Andy. Like, pick up the phone and call him.
0: I want them to, I really want them to, to have a conversation.
1: Is there anyone else from your time on Atlanta, just with people like you, that you think is gone too soon? Claudia Jordan, Kim Fields, or?
0: Yes, is- Claudia Jordan, um, for sure. Listen, I love Kim Fields. Who, who doesn't love Facts of Life and 2D and Living Single, Reg- Regine? I love Kim Fields. Kim Fields was not meant to be a reality star, and she would be the first to admit that. Um, I think Kim Fields was smart to leave the show, 100%. And I remember texting her, and she said, girl, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't blame you, girl, bye. Um, I don't think Claudia Jordan got a chance. I really do not. I I just don't. I would love to see Nene, Claudia, Portia. Um, I would love to see what that can look like. Claudia is hilarious. And I really don't think she got the best chance at all.
1: I agree. I've had her on this show. I think Claudia is very underrated as far as the housewives goes. And people don't realize what is really
0: there. There's a lot there right? No, 100%. And I, I cast her. I found her and said, bravo, meet her. And they were like, great. Um, but she came on as a friend to the show. And then East before it aired, she was a housewife. So she never had the right setup, unfortunately. Do you
1: think anyone is like a big mistake based on your time there? I mean,
0: we could factor. In Atlanta? In. Kim Fields when I was, listen, I love Kim Fields, but when I was told Kim Fields was joining the show, I was like, no, she's not the right fit. I was, and I knew that going in and me and Kim had conversations and again, it's it's not shade because when you watch the show, Kim Fields even looked like, what am I doing here? It just didn't feel right. And I think What's missing is the organic friendships. Like, I I really can't stress that enough. Kim Fields knew nobody. And in real life, Kim Fields is not hanging out with Kenya, Portia, nobody. And that's why when she left the show, she has never communicated with them again.
1: I assume they were just on the, wait a second, Lisa Renna is, is gold over here. Let's find every actress in every franchise, right? I assume that's how it got greenlit.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right in that regard. But again, when we think about Beverly Hills and the fact that Lisa Rinna auditioned season one.
1: <laughs> the King may be laughing, but we are about to talk more about Lisa Rinna, Miss Renna. R-H-O-B-H. We're about to talk about Marlo and her peach. Kenya Moore. how she handed over that villain baton for good? We talk more about the R-H-O-N-Y 1.0 and 2.0. We talk about Ebony and her possible return. We talk about Carlos was there right from the beginning with Jersey. We talk about his top 10 housewives. We talk about Teresa, Danielle Staub, Kim D, Kim G. We are about to get into it all. The King is just getting started. Stay tuned for part two of our chat with mr carlos king hope you enjoyed this part one and part two coming soon thanks for listening to yet another episode of behind the velvet rope because without you listeners i would just be a crazy person with voices in my head and if you like what you hear